Welcome to Human Factors Cast, your weekly podcast for human factors, psychology, and design. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Human Factors Cast. This is a special bonus uh, episode where we are taking a look at the Neuroergonomics Conference 2021. We're recording this live on September 9th, 2021. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Rome. I'm joined today by Mr. Blake Arnsdorf. Hello. How's everybody doing? Hey, man. I'm good. So we're going to actually sit here. We're going to break down uh, the schedule of events for the Neuroergonomics Conference. Uh, and we're going to take a look at just kind of what's going on. Um, if you are watching live with us or uh, watching this, we will bring up a little visual aid here. But for everyone who is listening, we'll talk through these. So I do want to talk about just the schedule of events here. Uh, this will start on Saturday, September 11th. Uh, and so that first weekend, it looks like it's all workshops, right? There's there's Saturday, September 11th, it's all workshops. Sunday, September 12th is all workshops. Um, any of these workshops uh, standing out to you, Blake? I would love to go through a workshop. Now, this is not super applicable to anything I'm doing, but the eye tracking in VR for active participants, that would be fun. It would just be a nice skill builder to understand how to use eye tracking in a VR setting and things you could do with it. Um, also, of course, you know me, I've become a little bit of an ML nerd. So anything machine learning based, and they've got a workshop also about machine learning for cognitive load interference um, with combining this with, physiological signals that would be really cool to learn about because i just like the idea of algorithms and things but what about you nick any kind of cool workshops you wish we could attend blake those two were the ones that stood out to me as well um i think the other one that could be interesting here is virtual reality for behavioral research this one's happening yes. at 2 p.m this is also a, a unity workshop um so i'm wondering if it's you know more kind of behind the scenes of uh what what you can do in unity there's a little bit more information here on the program itself and you can check this out for yourself we'll put a link down in the description of this episode so you can find it um but yes i think i think those three uh <laughs> you know we're kind of biased we have a lot of the same interests uh so i think those those three are kind of fun to look at um what about on sunday here there's there's a couple of interesting ones that stand out to me on sunday and I'm going to pick them out first so that way you don't steal mine. Uh, I'm looking at eye tracking in VR for active participants. I think that one could be a really fun uh, follow-up to the first day because it's the same one. I just realized I just picked the same one from the first day. Yep. It's a two-parter. So look at that. Um, you know, and and uh, so it looks like a lot of these are two-parters. Uh, but I think some of the other ones that maybe aren't uh two-parters could be interesting such as the unfold toolbox workshop i have no idea what that is um but it looks like it's an eeg tool um that uh, combines eeg with eye tracking so that that's that's just the the short glimpse that i could take a look at there anything stand out to you on on the second day well here's one that kind of pops my brain in half is apparently there's you know how you know for eegs most of the time it's you're using a cap and you're like measuring brain waves and stuff like that or electrical stimulation well apparently there's an ear module that you can now measure eegs with with a lot of re reliable results and so they're doing a workshop on it specifically about how it could be useful in everyday life and i think that's amazing um i'm gonna i'm actually gonna say that of course, part two of that Unity workshop sounds awesome because I actually didn't know that they have an entire experimental framework that's developed in Unity 
through Steam's VR system. And I think that's that would be amazing to learn about, just to understand like how you can use Unity in an experimental setting um, as a follow-up to the first one. I have to say... I would love to be a part of the social events here because I'd never been to the neuroergonomics conference before. It's an, it would be in a different country for some people, um, and so going to the social Easter egg home would be kind of fun just to understand what it's like to mingle with people from this specific uh, region and people from around the world that are interested in neuroergonomics. Yeah, there's to uh, to be fair here. There's a lot of opportunities for social interaction. I think it's really important, especially with this virtual venue. Um, we've kind of previewed the venue on the show before. It's kind of like this digital uh, digital game where like it's almost like an MMO where you can walk around and interact with the environment. Um, it's a it's a conference in a game is what it looks like. It's in this uh, software called Gather. Um, or Gather Town is the location of the conference because it's an all-virtual event. I want to get into Monday's um, stuff going on here. We do have, uh, you know, an opening, so introductions and awards. Typically see these at conferences, uh, but I'm really excited about this keynote speech here. This is 2 p.m. This is Central European Standard Time. So for us, I think this is like 4 a.m., which I will definitely be up for, which is saying something here. This is Body Representation in Virtual Reality. Uh, this is by Mel Slater. And um, basically, they're going to talk about, um, you know, how experimental studies are, are measuring the body because the body is always there. But in virtual reality, it might not be. Um, I think this is really interesting. Any thoughts on, on this keynote here, Blake? That sounds amazing. I mean, that was the first thing I was going to pick out from this list for sure, because that's such a cool problem to have to deal with when you're talking about VR and how you kind of handle that and how people perceive it, what it means for immersion, that kind of cool stuff. Yeah, I think this conference has a lot of stuff that's right up our alley. So you have uh, showcases over the next hour, um, you know, that you have a passive BCI grand challenge. Um, and so that would be cool to attend. Uh, sounds a lot like the student design competition from HFES. Then you have a plenary on uh, brain-computer interfaces. And um, this this is awesome because we talked a lot about BCIs on the show before. It'd be cool to hear about it from the people who are actually working on this stuff. Because you and I, Blake, we've not worked on BCIs. We've talked about Neuralink and, and kind of the sexy headlines on the show. But actually sitting down and listening to the people working on this stuff... Um, for mental task-based brain-computer interfaces would just be... It's going to be awesome. I'm so looking forward to this, and, and I'm actually getting more excited now as we're talking about it. I'm really glad I'm doing this now. <laughs> yeah, because this particular one is actually dealing with like things I would really be interested in because this is that application-based uh, BCI. So what can we actually do with them in the wild, if you will? And there, this whole talk, it sounds like, or some of the papers that are in here are really focused on user training, decision making, how it can be augmented. So yeah, this is going to be a killer talk. Man. And then if that's not enough, you have a follow-up talk uh, for uh, aviation and transportation. So you have several different um, you know, presentations here. So it's just, uh, it's what you'd expect for a, a um, you know, a normal panel session at like HFES. Uh, one thing I really like about this uh, schedule of events is it actually has maps for where you can find these. And this is in Gathertown. Oh, now everyone knows where I'm at. We can see, <laughs> hang on. Nope, it's not showing up. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, anyway, they, they have a link specifically for where you go. So I presumably you put this in and uh, find it. So um, anyway, I, I think that's really cool. I think some of these talks are going to be um, really cool to attend. Uh, you also have neuroergonomics in the wild. So things like, you know, outside what's, you know, <laughs> what auditory attended speaker decoding and saliency detection in mobile EEG devices. So there's some really cool talks here. Um, and then we have these fireside events, which are, uh, from what I understand, these fireside events are more like like Q&As with these folks. Um, we've been invited to a fireside event, although I think some scheduling issues, I don't know if we'll be able to attend. Um, but I think it's uh, it's certainly a cool concept where you might just be able to stop by and say hello to somebody, ask a question. That's um, rad. Yeah, we're talking logistics and transport with uh, Stas Krupnia, uh, Krupina. Sorry if I messed that up. Um, and then we also have new media. So there sounds like some cool topics there. You also have a speed dating event. You, this is like a networking event, I'm sure, uh, that you see in other uh, places. Uh, and then you have posters uh, ending out the day. Um, wow, man, I got to say, this conference is very well put together in terms of content from my perspective, because it looks like a good, a really, really good blend of talk showcases, but also like just content itself of being research focused, but also application focused. Because one thing that I was actually really stoked on for Monday is they've got a set of startups that are going to pitch ideas to a lot of these researchers, trying, getting, trying to get them interested in some of the ideas that they're coming up with. Um, and specifically in neurotech and how neuroergonomics be applied to like tech in the field. So there is just an awesome, you know, array of different types of not only research, but applied work that's being showcased throughout this conference. So that's just really well done on their part. Yeah. Let's get into Tuesday. So this is Tuesday, September 14th. The conference starts at one uh, this day. And I think, I think it, I like it in the afternoon uh, for central because that means we wake up super early at 4am, but I think it's also a pretty acceptable time for a lot of folks around um, the world. Wow. You saw something, you see something. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I talked about this uh, two weeks ago when we were talking about video, I think video games and attention. So there's this awesome researcher who I've been infatuated with for years named Daphne ba I'm going to say her last name wrong, Bavlier. Uh, but she is the one that got me so excited about video games, neuroscience, how it can impact training and those kind of things. And it looks like she's actually talking about first person shooters and some training regimen stuff at this conference. So that's amazing. We should reach out um, for an interview. <laughs> Yeah, for real. That would be, I couldn't do it. I'd have to have you do it. I'd be just too fanboyed for it. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, because this this like this particular researcher's lab and her lines of research just really enamored me when I was in school. So this is really amazing. Cool. Very awesome. Yeah, let's get into uh, Tuesday. So, like you said, there's the keynote. This is at two, but before that, you have more workshops about EEG applications and neuroergonomics. You also have uh, more posters. So and then, like Blake said, you have the keynote. You have more talks on healthcare and methods, which is going to be really interesting to uh, sit through. Sounds like there's some really good talks in there, especially um, again as we're kind of looking at uh, decision for mental ergonomics thing that's in methods. And then you also have things like stress variations and stress testing uh, in VR eye tracking systems. Uh, so like, there's some pretty cool stuff there, right? 
We also have a, a panel, Women in Neuroergonomics. Really important. Um, hopefully we can uh, cover that. You also have another keynote here almost towards the end of the day. It looks like it rounds it out before the uh, before the fireside chat and the social. So um, you have this keynote here, which is the, fir- the future of work. Um, so, you know, as work environments and work practices rapidly evolve, uh, you know, what kind of the future is going to look like. So looking forward to that talk as well. Uh, anything else with Tuesday, Blake? I'm just I'm really enamored by this methods portion because I the, neuroergonomics is not something I'm super versed in or familiar with. I have a textbook that I you know pull out every once again when I want to blow my mind. But it would be amazing to sit through these different variations they have on Tuesday of methods they're using because it's everything from things you can apply normally to using complex tools like EEGs and EMGs. Um, so that would be amazing to just sit through and kind of absorb. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into Wednesday here. So again, more posters in the morning. You have a plenary session here, learning and cognitive enhancement. Uh, so let's see, there's there's a lot of things in here. Physiological synchrony for monitoring attentional engagement in a group, harnessing embodied cognition to learn sign language and VR. Uh, lots of VR stuff. I'm, I'm really into this. Uh, and then from Phineas Gage to current research on executive function in the field of neuroergonomics. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of variety. Uh, in here, which I'm really excited for. Um, and you got this keynote, Digital Biomarkers, uh, which also sounds interesting. They're looking at it specifically in cars and devices. Um, any Anything standing out to you, Blake, so far? I'm trying to read through this abstract for Digital Biomarkers, and it just, it is way over my head, but sounds very interesting to sit through and kind of like sift through some of the information to understand Agreed. what's going on. Because this this apparently could have, you know, a lot of different social societal effects in a way to like understand how to, you know, mitigate various um, events that go on in the world like COVID and how we handle it. Uh, so that is awesome. One thing that I'm interested in kind of sitting through, this is my aviation background showing but it looks like they have a fireside chat that's specific to the aviation world and I would imagine because it's got representatives from a lot of big air airplane companies or aviation companies would it be cool to see where that line is being connected between neuroergonomics and aviation yeah agree um you also have a plenary session on mobile imaging and non-invasive brain stimulation as well as the ethics of uh, ai for neurotechnologies uh, and then uh, to round out the day, like you said, you have the fireside chats about the aviation and then leader training and selection. Um, and then lastly here, we have uh, this last one, uh, Thursday, September 16th. Uh, again, start the day with posters, plenary session on applied neurotechnology, um, memory and methods two, human factors in industry and work. And then uh, looks like a talk on cognitive functioning and social neuroergonomics. And a closing uh, future of neuroergonomics ceremony. So I like how they kind of round out that last day with forward-looking, um, you know, what what does this field look like? Absolutely, yeah. One thing that really is shocking to me because I, I, it feels like this field is very diverse in terms of what it could include, but this like applied neurotech talk that's in the afternoon on Thursday 
is really focused on actually robot design and the implications of designing them with social signals, like understanding social signals or not. And so kind of like turning the paradigms of what you would expect a robot to be designed like on its head um, and going through the pros and cons. So there's a lot of really interesting things to go through. And again, some more various gaming things as well throughout the day. And it looks like there's also an exoskeleton talk and how BCIs can be put in combination with that. This is really cool, man. Yeah. Anyway, this was just a quick little sample. I know this is like a preview episode of the conference. We hope you are excited as it, uh, for the neuroergonomics conference as we are. Um, but that's going to be it for now. Let us know what you guys think of this type of coverage where we preview these conferences with all the things that we're excited about. You can always hang out with us on our Slack or Discord. Get to us on any of our social channels. Uh, visit our official website. Sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with all the latest Human Factors news and conference coverage. If you like what you hear, you want to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do that. One, you can go and leave us a five-star review. That's free for you to do. Two, you can tell your friends about us. Word of mouth really helps the show grow, especially around conferences where we get excited about this type of thing. Three, consider supporting us on Patreon. We are user, uh, listener, supported. Uh, All that money goes right back into the show. We don't pocket a cent. And as always, links to all of our socials, website can be in the description of this episode. I want to thank Mr. Blake Arnsdorf for hanging out with me and breaking down the preview of the Neuroergonomics Conference. Where can our listeners go and find you if they want to talk about your, uh, what what is it, like a celebrity crush? What is it? What do you want to call it? It's like a, (laughs) it's like a. It's definitely, it's a celebrity (laughs) researcher crush for real. Uh, But yeah, you can always find me in the Human Factors Cast Slack or Discord at Blake or across social media at Don't Panic UX. As for me, I've been your host, Nick Rome. You can find me geeking out about this on Twitch every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific and uh, across social media at Nick underscore Rome. Thanks again for tuning in to Human Factors Cast. Until next time, it depends. Human Factors Cast brings you the best in Human Factors news, interviews, conference coverage, and overall fun conversations into each and every episode we produce. But we can't do it without you. The Human Factors Cast Network is 100% listener-supported. All the funds that go into running the show come from our listeners. Our patrons are our priority, and we want to ensure we're giving back to you for supporting us. Pledges start at just $1 per month and include rewards like access to our weekly Q&As with the hosts, personalized professional reviews, and Human Factors Minute, a Patreon-only weekly podcast where the hosts break down unique, obscure, and interesting Human Factors topics in just one minute. Patreon rewards are always evolving, so stop by patreon.com slash humanfactorscast to see what support level may be right for you. Thank you, and remember, it depends. Spacecraft, railway locomotives, nuclear submarines, healthcare, jet aircraft, these are all examples of highly technical systems and organisations, and all have one particular thing in common. They all involve humans. Humans who want to do amazing things and are using technology to achieve them. They all have something else in common. They have amazing people ensuring that the users who are involved can do what they need to do, are safe when they do so, and have the optimum user experience. These people are Human Factors practitioners, and on 1202, the Human Factors podcast, they talk to me, Barry Kirby, about what they do, sharing their career paths, highlighting their ideas and best practices, and fundamentally raising awareness of our discipline. Find us on 1202podcast.com, on social media, and on your favourite podcast directory. 
because it's more than just common sense.